11.23 on a Sunday. So I want to talk about a topic that I haven't been able to talk about my own personal experience about my mother and her illness. She was sick for a long time, battled illnesses on and off, and recovered from some of them. But the last illness, um, not so much. She was in a lot of pain, pain that I would not wish upon anybody, pain that just took so much out of her. She got tired. Her quality of life went downhill very quickly. And you ask yourself, if you have ever had an experience where your loved one was in so much pain, how did you, what did you do to relieve the pain? What did you do for them? She always said that if I have this much pain and I can't take care of myself, and I don't, she was the type of woman that didn't want people helping her. What do you do? You ever watch someone suffer? Suffer to the point of, what can I do for them to alleviate the pain that they're going through? What do I do? Ask yourself that question. If you have someone in your life that is battling an illness, especially an illness that, yes, I can go to the doctor and I can get treatment, but in the end, it's not going to make a difference because with her, everything was shutting down. I watched her suffer. I watched her not be able to hold her head up high. I watched her go through the worst type of pain. She said, please release me. At the time, maybe I was selfish, but I didn't understand why. And I now I have an understanding. When you're in so much pain, and there is no way out. The only way out is to just be released. In other words, in other words, you have to let the person that you love go because again, their quality of life has gone downhill. I miss her. I miss her so much that I think back to the time when she was sick. She didn't have a proper send-off. And when you're going to ask me, what do you mean? Well, I compare my father's death versus my mother's. My father had his last wish of being surrounded by his family and his, and his you know, closest of friends when he passed. He was at home. He died peacefully. My mother, on the other hand, didn't. Picture it. You want to do the right thing, and you think, well, maybe there's a shot that if I bring in the paramedics, they could save her. We take her to the hospital, they could do what they have to do, they save her. But then you think to yourself, but again, if they would have saved her, she wouldn't have been able to speak. She would have suffered a massive stroke. She wouldn't be able to communicate. What type of a life is that? I know my mother, and my mother always had this conversation with me. If I have any type of pain, if I have where I can't take care of myself and people are taking care of me, I don't want to live. When she said that phrase, I don't want to live, it cut me like a knife. I said, Mom, please don't talk like that. I still need you. No. I have parented you. I have taken care of you. Now you need to take care of yourself. You need to stand on your own two feet. You need to go out there and survive. Do you understand what I'm saying? At the time, I was like, I don't want to let you go. She goes, you have to go on when I go. 
And I always tell this to people. Life goes on after you lose someone. It is hard. I will admit that to you. I haven't been able to talk about it. I think about it. I, I, I dream about her. And the dreams that I had even after she passed weren't pleasant. I would wake up with nightmares. I would wake up with my heart beating a mile a minute. I say to myself, why didn't I just let her die peacefully? You know, they took her to the hospital and they tried to get her heart back and it would stop and they would get it back up again and it would stop. And imagine if a doctor came out and says, we did all we could, but in the process we broke her ribs. Now, she might not have felt it, but that image I will never be able to get out of my head. And when we went to say goodbye to her, the way she looked just cut me like a knife. It paralyzed me. It paralyzed me. I didn't know how to feel. My emotions were all over the place. I didn't want to let her go. A part of me is like, what am I going to do without her? How am I going to stand on my own two feet? She was always there for me. She was my rock. She was the one person I can go to when I wasn't feeling well. She was the one person I can go to when I was feeling down about myself. She was the one person that would find a way to make my life beautiful, to make me see that the world was beautiful. She added beauty to this world, and when her light went out, it was just darkness. Now you're probably wondering, why did you take a long time in coming out and talking about it? Because like, I really didn't want people to not see me as the woman that's not strong. I am strong. I just, I will admit to you, sometimes going back to that time, even though now what's done is done, I still wish I could have done things differently, that if I would have let her die peacefully at home, she wouldn't have had to go through this whole charade. You think about it. If you have somebody in your life and they say to you, please release me from this pain, then grant that wish. As painful as that sounds, who wants to live with pain? There are all kinds of pain in this world. Now, I went through it with my cancer, and at one point I wanted to release myself, but she said no. Because at the time she said, you have a purpose in this life. You have a mission. You have to go on. You have to. I don't want, and she said this to all of us, I don't want my children to die before me. That's what she said. She says, I want them to continue on with life, to make something of themselves so that I can watch from up above and be proud. I said, but mom, it's not the same thing. You're not here. I'm trying my very best, trying my very best to survive. I'm trying. When even after she passed away, it was difficult for me. I just did not see life the same. Life without her was just terrible. It was just... I was looking for her the way I did with my father when he passed. I was looking for her. Maybe maybe that this will be a bad dream and she'll be here. When I wake up, she'll be here. Because my mother had a routine and no more routine. I didn't hear her voice. I didn't hear her laughter. I didn't hear her. It hurt too much. I loved her too much. I didn't want to let her go. But she said to me, you have to go on. If you stop living, you're slowly gonna kill yourself. That's basically what it comes down to. You are slowly gonna kill yourself. And if you take yourself out of this world too soon, I'll tell you right now, I will not re forgive you. That's what she said to me. 
I will not forgive you if you decide that your life isn't worth anything. You have a purpose in this life. God gave you a second chance. Utilize it. Do something with it. I could see greatness in you. I could see that you have a compassionate, kind heart. I can see that you're a woman that will go very far in this lifetime to help others. Look what we taught you. Both my parents were the only people that I respected, that I looked up to and admired. They're the only ones that stood by my side. They're the ones who picked me up after I fell. They're the ones who gave me the courage to go on, but they're no longer here. It's just so difficult. I want to make them proud of me. I don't want them to be upset. My mother right now is upset because she sees that I'm alone. I don't have interaction with anybody. You know, human interaction is important, especially when you lose someone. You need to be surrounded by your family, but sometimes it's not enough. For me, it's not enough. You ask yourself this question. So in a situation, what would you do for your, if your loved one said to you, I can't take the pain anymore, please release me. Would you be able to do it? Ask yourself that question. Would you be able to do that for them? If you love them very much, you would let them go. Now, some people can't do that. Well, think about it in this way. Say if the situation was reversed and you were the one who was suffering and you said to your family members, whoever's in your life, I cannot take this pain anymore. I cannot live like this. Please release me. Would you honor their wishes? Because you would have to, right? You would have to. You don't want to see them suffering. Who wants to see someone suffering? I saw my mother suffer before she passed. She couldn't hold her head up. She stopped eating. It's basically she was dying slowly. And a few times with the drugs that they gave her, because this is what really bothered me, she was hallucinating and seeing things that weren't there. She had me convinced one time that two people were gonna come and kill her, people that no longer existed. Well, one of them actually at the time. Because again, she believed that they were gonna come after her. They were gonna come after her and they were gonna kill her. And I'm like, mom, where's this coming from? She had me go downstairs to make sure the windows were locked and the doors. I said, everything is locked, but she wasn't convinced. She needed that protection. I'm like, oh my God, the drugs were doing a number on her. When you give drugs to senior citizens, they do hallucinate and see things that aren't there. You wonder, oh my God, is her mind going too? When she broke her hip back in 2013, 2014, they had put her under anesthesia had surgery and when she came out of it she was not the mother that I saw she was an angry woman that attacked everybody she punched the nurses she attacked our us daughters she attacked everyone and then one point I remember when I went to visit her the next day she couldn't remember who she was or who we were to her just seeing her not remember put fear in me like oh my god she's gonna lose her mind in addition to everything that she was battling and I thought wow What's going on here? And the doctors had said, well, with senior citizens, you have to be careful. When you put them under, when they're you know, doing any type of surgery or any operation that they have to go under, you put them under anesthesia, the reaction is quite different than, say, a person who is not of that age. But she was up there in age. And you think to yourself, what am I gonna do? 
How am I going to go on without her? I had all these questions in my head. We had this conversation even before she got sick. And she says, you have to go on. I said, I don't want you to go. I want you to be around forever. And then I made the slight joke that maybe if I keep you around forever. But then she said to me, if I live forever, I'll be a vampire. Is that what you want? Yes, but you will be a living vampire. You'll be here. Not where I will be able to get to you. And it's been a while since I made a trip to the cemetery. Because again... I know that <clears throat> both my parents are there, but they're not. Their bodies are there. They're not there. Their spirits are rising. Everywhere you go in, in life, they're with Your parents are with you in spirit. It's not the same thing, no. I had a dream when I was a little girl of both of my parents, when it was my turn to get married, that they would both be there. And my father would walk me down the aisle, and both of them would be happy. And they would see that I was being well taken care of. And then when it was time for me to have my own kids, that they would be there. They would revel in being grandparents again. I always pictured that. It never happened. I had to talk with my older sister. I said, you were lucky that you had dad walk you down the aisle. And then I looked at my other sister and mom was there. But again, she couldn't walk my sister down the aisle. Because it was like three or four months after my father passed away. She was still mourning for the love of her life. Yes, it is hard when you lose someone. But you can go on. As I've told people, anybody who's listening out there, because again, everybody grieves differently. Everybody reacts to death differently. Not everybody reacts the same way. That's fine. At some point, though, yes, you have to let that go. You have to let that person go. Why? Well, if you keep holding on to them and the pain that they're in, put yourself in their shoes. Would you want to live with that type of pain? Be honest with yourselves. Ask yourself this question, is it worth it? Is it worth it to have that type of pain and still manage to go on? Like for me, again, when I was diagnosed with cancer and I was going through my cancer treatment 17 years ago, I didn't want to. My quality of life changed. I didn't see things in the same way. I didn't enjoy life. Everybody around me was doing the things they wanted to do. And when you're at a certain age, first of all, two years of my life were taken by the illness. And I said to myself, what's the point? Why is this happening? And my mother said, this is only temporary. You're going to get your life back and you're going to do the things you're going to do and you're going to be someone that I could be proud of. She was always proud of me. She was always proud of me. She never once put me down. She never once criticized. She didn't judge. My mother, if any of you met my mother in, in her lifetime when she was alive, she would be the one woman, the one woman that you can go to. She never turned anybody away. She welcomed people in her home. And believe me, when you came over to the house and she would make a feast, you'd have to sit down and eat that feast. She won't take no for an answer. That was my mother. That was the way she was brought up. And I admired her. With all the longest time I was trying to search for, for her after she passed, I said to myself, why? Why, God, why? My father is gone. I wanted my mother to round. I wanted her to see if she can make it up into her 90s. That would be a big milestone. It would have been. But I think she would have been very sick. I don't think that she could have lived in the condition that she was in it was too much for her so ask yourself this question if one of your loved ones in your family was going through something similar and they told you please release me from this pain would you honor their wishes 
Because if you don't honor their wishes, it's like saying, well, I'm doing it for selfish reasons. I want you here on this earth, so I'm going to see you go through the pain. Now, that's being selfish on your part. Because again, no one wants to be in pain. I was ready to give up 17 years ago, and she stopped me. She says, no. My mother was the Florence Nightingale back in the day. She nurtured me. She made sure I ate. She took care of me. She comforted me. She, she pushed me to do what I had to do to stay on this earth. She goes, you're still needed. There's no way I'm letting my youngest daughter die. Because again, she said, if something happened to you, why would I go on? Why should I go on? Because, because you have two other daughters. Have you forgotten that? She goes, no, I haven't. But your sisters are grown. They have their own families. You, you're still, you're with me. You're still with me. In other words, you haven't married yet. And you haven't had a family yet. And I want to see that for you. But she never got a chance to see it. So mom, if I do get married, I want you to be smiling down at me. But I wish you were there to rejoice. It just hurts. You know, I'll admit it to you. I've had my... I've been crying since this morning. Because, again, it's just difficult to lose. To lose someone that taught you so many different things in your life. Taught you how to be kind, compassionate. To accept people for who they are. Not for what they are. Or where they come from. Or their background. See, nothing matters. She even said it. When you love someone, why should that matter? And I, and I agree with her. When you put, bring someone into your heart, what's the first thing you look at in a person? You look at them. You love them for them. So my mother said, you love that person for them, not for what they represent, not for their background, not for their, their, the color of their skin. None of that matters. You know what matters? Love. The love that you have for one another. She was the type of teacher. And I said to her, and I actually had this conversation. I said, Mom, you've seen me. I've had three failed relationships. Because yes, I know you had three relationships that failed. And I said to her, would it be okay if I dated someone who was not, who was of a different color? And she says, yes. I don't have a problem with that. If he treats you, if he loves you, treats you with respect, loves you, takes care of you, takes care of you, there's the key word, takes care of you, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Love has no color. Love has no boundaries. Think about that. Ask yourself, your parents know. That's why I said parents' love is great. And I put up a post on LinkedIn in regards to my mother because Mother's Day is coming up in May. That's a painful time for me. Mother and Father's Day is painful because, again, they're not here. But it hurts more with my mother because her six-year anniversary is coming up this July, and it's just painful. She's been gone for six years, but it doesn't seem like it's just seemed like everything happened yesterday. That I'm still trying to go on with life, and it's just very painful for me. When you're by yourself and you don't have anybody to talk to, to really, I, I talk to myself, I kind of have that little voice in my head saying, your mother wants you to go on. Your mother wants you to continue on with your life to make, to make yourself, to make yourself proud. She said to me, make yourself proud. Make your life, create your life. Go out there and be the woman that you are. Be the woman that you need to be. 
Be a survivor. You survived so far. You will survive. You will continue on with life. Everything that I taught you, you will continue on. You will not give up. You will not give in. You will do what you need to do to make it in this world. Because again, I have faith in you. I believe in you. My mother never ever doubted me. And two months before, when I was still trying to find a job, that month of May, I remember, because I got the job at the end of June, and then a month later she passed. She couldn't hold on anymore, and it just cut right into me. It cut me like a knife. My heart was literally broken in half. And I said to myself, am I going to be able to go on? Yes, I have to. I have to go on. I've seen her suffer. You know, my mother defeated death twice. The first time, many, many years ago, I remember we were coming out. We were coming back in from being outside because I wanted to take her out. And all of a sudden, as she was climbing up the basement steps, she, fe she lost her footing and fell backwards. All I heard was a, she screamed out my name. I couldn't get to her in time. She tumbled over and landed on the floor and the floor was hard too, it wasn't a carpeted floor. It was a hardwood floor. Hit her head. She had blood coming out on the top of her head. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then she wasn't moving and I called the paramedics and they said, you did the right thing. Because, you know, you don't want to move someone who just fell. She was trying. She slowly came to and I said, no, they're coming. And that was the one time. The second time she was out in the front early in the morning. I remember it was on a Saturday. She was out in the front watering her garden early in the morning because that's how my my mother did it. She wanted she wanted to get out there before the actual heating of the day, before the sun came out. All of a sudden, we had a big tree in the front of our yard, and one of the big branches came tumbling down and just it snapped. Now they had said the people who came over to check on her, if she would have been two inches to the right that branch would have knocked her out and killed her like come down on her but god was there to protect her god had saved her and i said oh my god and i said oh my god i'm so grateful because again she was trying i was trying to figure out why she was screaming and i came downstairs i couldn't even get to her from the front door i had to go all the way around and i said oh my god i have pictures too i was watching it and saw it on facebook my neighbor was like, all I saw was these two little pairs of eyes looking out. I said, oh, it's my mother. My mother's buried underneath those branches. And they told her, don't move because wires had come down. We weren't know if the wires were live or not, the electric wires. But they saved her. So twice she defeated death at that time. And many years before that, when she was in the hospital with her blood disorder, when she had me, she almost died. And I sometimes wonder what would have happened if I wasn't born, that she wouldn't have gone through. She wouldn't have gone through having me and having the verge of almost dying. And I sometimes wonder about that, but everyone says you were a baby. You can't blame yourself, you were a baby, a baby. How would you have known that? But again, she lost one month, a month and a half of my life. So we never had the bond. We got closer after my father passed away. And again, I cherish the moments I spent with her. I cherish everything about her. She was wonderful. She was, everybody loved her. Everybody on the block loved her. She was the type of woman that just would welcome you to her, into her home. We'll have a conversation with you and we'll feed you. That's how my mother was. That's how she was brought up. So again, 
The question is, would you sacrifice? Would you, if your parents' last wish was, please release me from this earth, would you honor their request? I want to know. Anybody is able to comment. If you were in a similar situation, if you had gone through what I've went through, would you be able to let them go? Because again, you have to. I could put as a title, life continues on after someone passes. We must go on. For the sake of our parents, we must go on. We have to be strong. All I'm going to say is God bless my beautiful mother who's an angel now. God bless both my mother and father. They're both angels looking down upon me. God bless all of you out there. Have a blessed Sunday. Stay strong. Stay focused. Stay positive. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. 